You're listening to Father's Wisdom, the podcast. This episode is Steps to a Strong Work Ethic. I'm Jeff Gould. I'm Jim Riefenberger. We're talking about Steps to a Strong Work Ethic. And Jim, we had a whole section on this, a whole lesson on this in Father's Wisdom. And the statistic was uh, really jaw-dropping. That is the number one thing that CEOs are looking for in employees. It isn't intelligence. It isn't experience. It's work ethic. Hmm. Uh, and it's, it's like it's an old-fashioned concept that people, if you say, I have a strong work ethic or how do I teach a strong work ethic, it's almost like we're, like we're slave drivers or something like that. Can you run through your ABCs of a strong work ethic? I thought it was really solid. Well, I hear this pain point from a lot of parents, um, especially with teenage kids. The mom will say, man, man, your dad's frustrated. Like, you just didn't, you didn't go out and help him. You didn't see what needed to be done. I mean, you're just, you just don't see it. And, and that's a pain point for parents. Like, how do I get my kids to, to get to this and so I, so I sat down one day and I thought, you know what it is? It's really a breakdown of three steps. First off, you realize when you teach your kid early on to work, like empty the dishwasher, mow the yard, anything that you do, they, they sooner or later, if they get decent, they do the task that you asked. Mm-hmm. And that's great. So then I, at that point, if I'm moving them from step A to B, I gather them and say, you know what? I got to share this story with you. First off, you're at level A, which is great. I've asked you to do something. You've done exactly what I've asked. A is for ask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here, B is totally different. B is that you see what work needs to be done before I tell you, and you jump in. B is for before. Yeah. Okay. Be- before it even happens, you see it. Oh, boy. Right? Now, that makes you amazing because... Boy, does everybody go, oh, it's so nice to have somebody help out and mm-hmm. just jump in. And it's so easy to work with that guy because he doesn't sit on his hands, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So so our job then is not to nag them when they don't do it. Remember, they're cognitive teenagers growing with their own insecurity, so their mind is blocked. You can't expect them by yelling at them. You grab them and explain it the way I did and say, I want you to look around and tell me what you see before we do it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to show you what I see. And then I'm going to start showing you and teaching you what it should look like or what you should see. Mm-hmm. And if I can help you and develop you into doing that, you're going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, in the work world, you want to get hired and be hired anywhere on this whole statistical work ethic thing. C is this. A, you might do the work that's asked. Two, you might be able to see and jump in and help. But third is now not only do you do the work, but you start solving problems in advance. So rather than just doing the work that's there, you find a better way to do it or you bring up that you're more efficient. The minute you actually solve real problems, rather than doing the same job over and over, you become an asset to me. And now you're worth a lot more. You're an investment now. You're no longer a salary or an expense. I think as parents, we say, listen, this house is a mess. I got to get this stuff done. And because it's seen that way, it's seen as less important. 
What I like about what you're saying is that it's a chance to teach about life when you get out into the workforce. And, and, and maybe you can even teach that when you go to a place and you say, do you see that guy over there? Where in the process do you think he is? And you see the guy kind of looking on his phone or leaning up against the wall. The kid can tell you, yes. Now, I, I had a challenge. I, I had a kid who was going to be an intern and he was going to go down to another part of the country. I said, well, who is your boss? And he told me the boss. And I said, what's the title of the boss? He's in charge of the intern program. I said, do this for me and for yourself. On the first day, ask him, tell him that you want to be the best intern the company has ever had. And then tell me what that looks like. And then you get to what you're talking about. First, this is the stuff I generally have to do. So you can start seeing it beforehand. But then maybe the guy can help you with the C part. You know, this whole organization thing is kind of a mess. There's a backlog over here. We have poor customer, whatever it is. And now, now it's not just a mystery. You're getting a little bit of help. And now you've got something. If you were the best intern a company ever had, they wouldn't let you go, would they? No. And if we were going to go back to kids at home, these are just two examples that come to mind. Let's say everyone's got a messy garage or messy storage room, and you know how it goes. You mm -hmm. clean it up, and then all of a sudden, a month later, it's back again. But maybe if they worked with you, and you pulled it out, and you cleaned it up, and you got rid of the clutter, and then you decided that, okay, if we're going to put everything in a tote, and we decide how we're going to label it and where it goes. If we all did that together, maybe we'd all be better at putting the stuff where it needs to go. So it's not just, it's, it's teaching them organization to think in advance for a better way so that all of this for a better result turns out different. Now, out in the world of mowing yards and landscape and whatever, can you imagine if you were a painter and this kid was going to show up to the job site and paint and you had to run something and he already had the scaffolding set up the the rags that catch the paint set up the mm -hmm. windows started to tape what if he had spent two hours prepping because he knew that that was how to think ahead mm -hmm. and what if he had set the buckets out ready and he had mixed the paint knowing that in a couple of hours we'll be here Imagine what it would feel like to move along and rather than someone coming back and going, what have you been doing? Well, I've been waiting for you. Mm -hmm. right? So that's what, if you could teach that, your kids could probably do anything. I heard a man, and I didn't do this. I wish I had remembered, learned it at the time. He was a guy who got the very best out of people. And I said, what was his secret? He said, he was a man of respect who gave respect. And then, whenever they did a project, he would challenge them to say, is this excellent? Is this excellent? And then he would maybe show them what he thought excellent was. But then he would, at the end of the day, they would say, well, the job's all done. And he would look at them and say, is it excellent? And then he would never check their work. Because they knew, and I thought that was, they loved him as a boss. As a dad, if I could say to my kid, clean the garage, 
and please, can you do an excellent job? And then you could say to your son or daughter, this garage that you've cleaned is excellent. Think of what that would look like if they went into the workforce and just carried that standard. And one more thing that I'll add to this story is, remember we have to have their understanding of where they're at. As a parent, right, this is how dads work or moms work. They want the kid to come down on a Saturday and help. But the reason the kid is reluctant to give everything he's got is because dad has this endless pit <laughs> of projects. So if he says, can you help me with a few things, the reason you're going to get a snare is it's not really a few things. It'll never end in his mind. There will be, always be another thing to add to So the you've list. already planned his day and ruined his day. But yes. if you say, we're yeah. going to go to the garage and I have two main things we're going to knock out. Mm-hmm. And if we get them done, it's excellent and you're free. And don't say it Saturday morning. Say it Wednesday. Hey, this weekend on Saturday, I need your help. I need it for two hours. We have some things to do. I want to do an excellent job. And then you are free. Yeah. That kid can prepare himself for those two hours. He's ready. He knows that you're honest about what you're going to bring up. And then that becomes excellent. Hmm. It's good information. It's a good podcast. All right. Jim Riefenberger, Jeff Gould, you're listening to Father's Wisdom, the podcast. Fatherswisdom.net is a website that has uh, 47 stories you can listen to as a family that will help you connect Start some good conversations and plant some seeds of wisdom that will help your kids become amazing adults. I'm Jeff Gould. I'm Jim Riefenberger. May God bless you and your family. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.